Hey guys, Joe McCall, REI in your car. guys doing well I uh, just leaving the grocery store heading on home and I was thinking about you know what would you guys like to talk about and one of the things that I love to talk about is marketing and I wish I could call this podcast marketing in your car but uh, my good friend Russell Brunson already has that name and he's a much better marketer than I am but I love talking about marketing because marketing is so important it's the most important part of this business, right? And as I left the grocery store, actually driving past my daughter's preschool, I kind of missed that place. She doesn't go there anymore. I think I just miss her preschool. I mean, like, she's grown up so fast, and it's only been, like, six months. <laughs> Less than that, maybe three months. Anyway, um, I'm taking the more scenic route today. So what, let's talk about marketing. Let's talk about, like... How about what are the best lists to mail to? There's a lot of good lists to mail to, and you can really rack your brain and do a lot of deep thinking and um, spend a lot of time trying to figure out the lists that you should mail to, but um, it's really not that complicated. And usually the first two lists that I give you, that I'm going to give you, are plenty to send to. So, my first favorite list has always been absentee owners. Uh, if you look at any subgroup of people that own properties, the most likely of that group to sell, to want to sell a house, the most likely to be motivated, is going to be the absentee owner, the landlord, the tired landlord. Somebody that's had this house rented, they're tired of it, they're tired of tenants, they're tired of maintaining it, they just want to get rid of it. So even though it's the most competitive of all the lists, it's still my favorite, and I, I don't think you should ignore it. Second favorite list is... Oh, you know what? Before I even go down this down these lists that I like, uh, you should really, really think about um, going an inch wide and a mile deep. You need to be a big fish in a small pond. I've talked about this a lot, but it's really important to be niched down so you've got you know really good buyers that want properties in specific zip codes. Like... How far down deep do you go? I don't know, but maybe like five zip codes at the most that you should be targeting, right? Because you've got five buyers, you've got 10 buyers in those zip codes that you know will buy anything that you give them in those zip codes. And you're just going to market to everybody in that, in those zip codes. That's why I'm saying before, it's not that important, like which list you focus on. Because if you've got a small enough niche market, uh, you need to market to everybody in that in those five zip codes. <clears throat> Maybe even just like blanket once every six months, just blanket the entire all of the zip codes with post-it notes. You can go buy post-it notes with your stuff printed on it and hire somebody to go put a post-it note on every single door in those zip codes. So okay, absentee owners in a small specific targeted area, right? Then high equity owner occupants. By the way, you can get both of these from list source. Absentee owners, of course and high equity owner occupants. You can also get high equity owner occupants from Find Motivated Sellers Now. I think if I have an affiliate link. If you want to check it out, just go to joelikesmotivatedsellers.com. 
JoeLikesMotivatedSellers.com because he does. <laughs> he really does. Uh, now give you a you can go see, check out, find Motivated Sellers. It's Kent Clothier's program. It's really good. And we use it all the time. And I don't I don't use it to find vacants, although that's something they they advertise. I just use it to find high equity um, sellers. And so how do you you know if you're going to go to list source and find high equity and your list is too big? Well, here's some parameters that you could use. You could look up in your zip codes, your target zip codes, people who have at least 40% equity in the house, maybe 50% equity, three plus bedrooms, single family homes. And then I would also look at, oh, they bought it at least 10 years ago. And then you can do demographic search. You can say, all right, show me all the homeowners who are over the age of 55. And that should get you a pretty good list right there in list source. Next favorite list is evictions. If you can go into your county or your court systems or whatever and find who are all of the properties that are going through an eviction, that's a great list. And I know in Missouri you can do that. You can go see the lawsuits that are being filed and see who the plaintiffs are, who the defendants are, and you can do some um, you got a VA to do that. You can go back and see who the uh, owner of the property is. You know who who is the tenant. What's the address of the tenant? And what's the address of the owner of that tenant? So that eviction list is a great list. In fact, I would mail them probably like two or three times. Every time you get someone from that list, go ahead and send them two or three letters. Another favorite list is code violations. Every city and county is different, so you have to go and see how you get that list. People that have violations or citations for uh, tall grass or not being yards not being kept taken care of or whatever. A favorite, another favorite list to mail to, and I've done really really well with this list before, especially if you're doing lease options. You're willing to do deals on houses that don't have much equity. I've gotten up to 20% response rate with these yellow letters uh, to rentals on Zillow. I just have my VA go in look up all the rental properties on Zillow and send the owner of that property a letter. And guess what? It's pretty cool. Um, by the way, when I've done that before, I just had I had somebody local do it for me. I just paid them to do it for me locally. Every day they sent about 20 to 40 letters. But here's the crazy thing about these rentals on Zillow. They're vacant houses most of the time. And guess what else? A lot of times they're not even listed yet as absentee owners in the county records. So nobody else is mailing to them yet. Now what do I mean? Just go check it out for yourself. Uh, which way do I go? All right, uh, this way. So go check it out for yourself. You look at the rentals on Zillow. I can't believe I'm giving away my secrets here. Uh, a lot of those homeowners are not absentee owners. So in other words, they haven't changed their address in the county records yet. In other words, in other words, in other words, nobody is mailing to them yet. Do you get it? houses are vacant a lot of times they tried to sell their house in the past and they couldn't they just said you know what I'm gonna rent it out those are great great lease option candidates they'd like to sell it they don't want to be a landlord and you can approach them and say hey maybe I can rent your house for you You don't have to be a landlord I'll take care of everything etc right great list how about uh, garage sales or estate sales there's a little-known website that it really a lot of people are familiar with who are into estate sales and going to find things, you know. Uh, EstateSales.net, I think it is. We've done this before. And garage sales. Anytime somebody is selling a bunch of stuff in their house, it could mean that they're moving. Maybe it's a probate. Maybe something's going on. 
where it's a tenant and they just have to move um, and maybe you can send a letter to the landlord but anytime you can find a house that's listed with a garage sale wow this is beautiful out here then you can uh, send the owner of that house or the address a letter now what's funny is on estatesales.net they don't reveal the addresses of the homes until like the day of the sale or the day after so what you need to do is just always stay on top of that list but what you can sign up for email alerts and so every day it'll send you an email of all the new listings for estate sales and stuff like that and so what you do is once a week you can go to your through your old emails and it'll give you the addresses of all of them so you don't have to even go to the website or worry about waiting until the day it's kind of weird but just sign up for their email list and then you'll be notified of all of the sales and then just once a week have your VA go through all that list and find the addresses and um, sometimes those estate sales there you know they bring the stuff to a warehouse to sell you obviously don't want to sell send a letter there but a lot of times most of the time they have the estate sale right at the house so send them a letter send them a couple letters probates you know that's a good list to mail to I've never mailed to it before um, I've just never I don't know I never I've always been thinking that I've been afraid that it's too competitive or uh, I just don't like that com uncomfortable conversation of a, of a family with a family when they've lost a loved one or whatever even though it's been a couple years a lot of times I just don't haven't been a fan of that but I know a lot of people that are crushing it with probates Pro, you know anytime you can get probates it's a good list to mail to uh, anything else Oh yeah, another good list to mail to, and honestly, I've never done this before. I don't think it might have. I don't know. I usually just get enough names from the high equity owner occupants and absentee owners, right? But now this is a great list. Oh, I got two of them. I got two lists. Uh, quit claim deeds. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I have a friend in Florida who mails them all the time and loves it. Um, quit claim deeds. Anytime somebody transfers ownership to a property. To somebody else they will do a hey there's a road right here I'm driving by it called Old Slave Road I know two guys that live on that road it's called Old Slave Road and they've been trying for years to change the name of the road and they keep on reading meeting resistance from a lot of the old-timers um, so anyway the uh, okay quick claim deeds anytime someone transfers ownership it goes to somebody else right and well for whatever reason it could be a probate it could just be I don't know quick claim deeds so somebody if you're out there and you've ever mailed to quick claim deeds is that a good list to mail to I know people that swear by it and say it's a great list to mail to I think you would want to go after I don't know just pull up all of the you know where the last deed that was filed was a quick claim deed just mail them and see what happens then finally I'll give you one more this one has done really, really well for us, except this is more of a longer play list. You're not going to get a bunch of deals from this list right away, but if you stick with these folks and you follow up with them, uh, this is a great list because nobody is mailing to them, and I'll tell you why. I call it the no-sale date list. These are properties in the county records that do not have a sale date associated with them. So if you were to go into list source and say, show me all the homes that sold, before 1980 these houses would not show up why because they don't have a sale date on them they were they were the last time they were sold or whatever uh, or transferred ownership 
there was not, um, they weren't keeping track of that stuff. Or it wasn't, you know, before the counties were uh, computerized or something like that. So there's a lot of houses that do not have sale dates. And guess what? Nobody else is mailing to them because you can't get that list. You can't buy a list that says, show me, pull me a list of all of the homes that don't have a sale date or where the sale date value is null, N-U-L-L. You can't get that list. Well, how do you get it then? It's real simple. You pull, and by the way, if you say, show me all the homes that don't have any equity or I mean have a lot of equity or free and clear, these homes will not show up on that either because they purchased that home before they kept track of the mortgages, right? So there's... Unless you know of a way to pull that list, the only way I know how to do it is you, you get a list of the entire county. You get a list of everybody who owns a house in the county, and then you put it into a spreadsheet, and you filter for all the ones that do not have a sale date. Now, some counties will, like I've seen this before in some counties, where they'll put like a date of January 1, 1970. Um, so it will have a date. So you have to just see every county is different. But I did this. They say the U.S. Census says that one-third of all homeowners own their house free and clear. That means 33% of one out of every three homes that you drive by in a neighborhood is owned free and clear. There's no mortgage. Is that crazy? Um, so I did this once in St. Louis, and I pulled up a list of all of the properties in my certain county, and I pulled up... All of the ones that did not have a sale date. And it was about 20%. I was shocked. Um, so we went, we dug down into that list and we pulled up um, all of the ones in, the, in our zip codes, our target zip codes. We sent them a letter and we got a great response. A uh, lot of houses, almost all of them, uh, deferred maintenance. I mean, they just have not been maintained or updated. A family has been living there for 40 years, 30 plus years or whatever. And uh, just stayed in the family. They haven't been updating it. It's still nice, solid home, but you know the kitchens is from the '60s and '70s, and it's still functional. But all these properties, complete full gut rehabs, right? And a lot of them that that uh, still own the home, still live in it, are um, elderly, getting ready to retire, or already retired, getting ready to move on. And these homes need a lot, a lot of work, and nobody else is mailing to these. So when we've mailed to that list before. We got a pretty good response rate. Um, nothing fantastic or spectacular, but the cool thing was they had never talked to any other investors before. And uh, so I said that was a long-term play at the beginning because you, you, they, you, you send the letters, you talk to a lot of them, and they just, you know, they need time to think about it. They don't know you. They don't trust you yet. And you just got to keep on following up with them. But that is a great list to target if you can get that. And how do you get the list? Well, you just go down to your county and ask them, hey, can I get a list, a record of all of the uh, property owners in this county. Can you just put it on a CD or USB stick or something? You may have to pay for it, but some just go ask the county if you can get it. Um, and then the other way you can do it, which is a little black hat, is you could hire somebody um, to go onto the county websites and write a program and scrape all of the property owner's information um, for you right off the county website. And... Uh, that's another way you can do it, if you can do that. <laughs> and uh, if that's against the law, then don't do it. If your county like forbids you for doing that, then don't do it. So anyway, guys, that's it. That's uh, I'm home, just got back, and hopefully um, it's a beautiful day today. Man, it's just overcast. We can look out over the hills in our backyard. 
and see like the fog in between the hills. It's beautiful. All right, guys, take care.